same every time. Oh, right. Yeah, got it. You're right. Between episodes. It, oh, it's all my editing is relying on our recording technique. It, exact microphone position and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. The, yeah. All the equipment stays the same. I, and I haven't touched the gain on my recorder in like two years, I think. So. But I do specifically talk louder or quieter from one recording to the next just to mess with you. Well, you do, but it's not on purpose. Probably <laughs> from what not, I can tell. No. Yeah. Most of my time, honestly, is, is spent um, removing like... Boring stuff? Well, no, not... Well, it used to be boring stuff. Once, once we started keeping it to an hour, it, it became less about removing boring stuff. But... um. It's more about removing like coughs and like throat clears and stuff like that. Just so, but because we're so close to each other still, it's still uh, my mic picks up like you doing that. Uh huh. So, so what you're saying is you need to move to the side of the room. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm gonna have to cut that out. Okay. Uh, so this is still in beta. We talk about games and stuff usually. Yes, but also uh, other stuff. Tangential, yeah, because I mean, an hour is just way too much time to fill with just video game information <laughs> every three to four weeks. Right. So, like clockwork. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, do you want to dig into the news stuff? Because I don't have a whole lot of new. Okay, you, you haven't you haven't picked up Spider Man yet, have you? No, I. Um, that's a good Christmas present for for Robbie. So I need to like. I the problem is I he knows it exists yeah. now, and it's like still several months until Christmas. Yeah. So I made the mistake of like talking about oh a new Spider Man, and this is one you might actually like. And so now it's like he's already like it's on his radar for wanting it. Mm-hmm. But like now I'm like a dick for making him wait until Christmas to get it. <laughs> but I'm probably still going to do that uh-huh. because I think if I don't talk about it for like another week or two, he'll forget and it'll be a surprise. Well, that's good. It does look very good. And everybody says it is. Yeah, except for the people that don't. What? Well, like there was some complaints about it being a downgrade because of. A puddle the, being removed? Yes, because of the apparently the percentage of puddles. And oh how... yeah. Oh, so yeah. There was I saw that, and and people were like, "Oh no!" Like they're they're doing it again. And I, uh, man, I just hate those people. <laughs> it's like, I mean, because the internet's the worst. Because the internet's the worst, and they also don't don't understand like what making a video game is like. But they just think they do. Mm. and uh and so but i really did enjoy like the the youtube guys digital foundry who do all a bunch of like uh tech and like benchmarking and stuff for like console and pc releases did a, a breakdown of like here's the comparison between the two things and here's why that puddle's gone <laughs> and like it was basically like yeah, all of the texture resolution and everything about the characters and everything is like, it's the same between the demo and what's in the game. 
And actually, the only thing that has changed is like slight material tweaks to Spider-Man's suit to make it look more realistic and less like a piece of plastic. And they've got rid of that puddle, but it's actually probably better this way <laughs> because the game uses mostly cube maps for reflection data. And so if you have a cube map that is like a general like skybox cube map and not a cube a cube map that is specifically for that room in particular, which was the case in that demo, then uh, it's not going to look good. So they just got rid of the puddle. It's like, uh-huh. No, we must have perfect real-time reflections of everything all the time. Oh, uh, I mean, that's on the way. Right. Have you seen, have you not, see, wait, have you not seen that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, that was, that's been the expectation since like PlayStation one though. Oh yeah. I mean, people all, all the time, people, not all the time, but like something I see crop up a lot is people saying like, why don't bathrooms in video games ever have mirrors these Mm -hmm. days? Like they did back in the nineties, but they don't anymore. And it's because back in the nineties, we didn't have working mirrors. We just had fakes. Yeah. I, my favorite is the like Mario 64 mirror where it was like literally just a second mario that like matched your movements uh-huh. on the other side there was no reflecting happening at all it was just an inverted mirror room with a character that mirrored your actions yeah that's that's how all reflections worked back then was it was uh outside of maybe like duke nukem or something <laughs> like that's how reflection stuff worked was it just duplicated? And even like there's, there's an example I've seen for MGS2 where it's, you know, a PS2 game, but on the in, on the first area where you're like on the tanker and like the one of the, the the first deck you're on has like all of these puddles and stuff and snake is reflected in them and things like it's do du- it's all duplicate geometry, even like the water um, like ocean uh, reflections and stuff that was all just the city like f- inverted and then um, filtered mm-hmm. and so like that's that's how mirrors worked in video games back then and since like the 2000s onward it, i think it's probably just been too costly to duplicate all of the geometry for those very specific cases but it's also costly to try to do some kind of like reflection system which like, uh, what was it? Doom. Doom three had stuff like that. It was basically like a scene capture system. It was like a camera pointing outward and then projecting that image onto the surface of uh, geometry to make a mirror. But then I remember some of that stuff just looked bad because oh, it was yeah. like so like the. Like, if you really, like, it was fine if you were moving really fast, but if you, like, actually stopped to look at how something Mm -hmm. was getting reflected, like, it was just such this, like, weird, like, grainy, like, kaleidoscope filter kind of version of the image. Because it had to be so Mm -hmm. low resolution to update in real time that it was just looked really bad. So most of the time people are just like, ah, screw it, we'll get rid of it. Yeah, well, and the thing is, like, the, the focus on, like, you know, rendering technology and stuff has gotten better and better and better, but the focus has been on like more geometry, you know, mm-hmm. better shaders and all that stuff. Reflection still gets the shaft because it's still like 
the highest like end kind of thing to do. Yeah. And it like everything, but like, it's not like we're going to leave everything look shitty and then just make reflections. Right. Right. With all that extra processing power. It's like, no, you want everything to look better. So yeah. Right. You get more bang for your buck making like lighting and shadows and all of that stuff. Like, look better and having more geometry per object and then reflections have just been easier unless you have a perfectly mirrored surface which you can avoid it looks fine with just using static images or like screen space reflections which have been used recently but but segue into nvidia's new graphics cards that are coming out have completely separate on on die cores for ray tracing so like games are finally going to be able to have like real-time ray traced reflections and lighting does that uh does that get into like uh other lighting effects too like uh um oh like caustics yeah that kind of stuff maybe i i don't know exactly like i don't know what the i know it's it's the current examples we have are for like uh shadowing and uh reflection data so but i don't not like I, not like refraction or any of that kind of stuff uh no it's uh er, not exactly except in the cases of like bending uh yeah i don't think it does refraction i'm not sure though but um but everything's still so early on that stuff Mm-hmm. but it it's pretty cool um i don't know exactly how that's going to affect people's art pipelines to have to deal with like okay for everybody except the 17 people who own these video cards how does the game look with all the pre-baked stuff and then okay now what does it look like if we turn on ray tracing does that just look like does that just look terrible or does it look really good at, by default you know if we light things the same way mm-hmm. so i don't know it's going to be we're we're moving into a really weird place where like that that kind of technology like leap introduces a lot of pipeline inconsistency issues across platforms or games become like 70 gigs because you've got to have two versions of the textures for everything. Oh right, yeah. Well, the, most things use physical based rendering these days, so like it works with that style of lighting anyway. I mean, that's how you still bake lighting in most cases now, so it's you know doing that stuff offline and then saving that data off. So either way, it, it should work. I just I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, it was that. Yeah. Anyway, it went from Spider Man to, to to like boring, boring, blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> nerd, nerd, nerd. Have to have to cut that stuff out later. Uh, Ugh. Sorry, I'm... I said caustics. Oh, nobody knows what I'm talking about. They think I'm talking about acids. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing they think you're talking about. <laughs> Cor- corrosive fluid. Um, yes. Uh, so I yeah. I have played a new game recently. Oh yeah, so I can mention that. What's what's that? Uh, so I got. I got it a while back, and it was one that I never actually like, started to install or play, but you know the game Hellblade? Uh, it's called Hellblade Sinua's, Sinua's Sacrifice. Sacrifice? Yeah. yeah, the the one where she uh, 
they tried to do like schizophrenia or whatever. Yeah, something like that. There's some kind of like blah blah psychic torture something. Uh-huh. Um uh, it's the like Nordic uh Yes acid yeah. trip. Yeah, sort of. Um they they did an update that created a VR version. Okay. So I decided to try that out. Um it kind of sucked because it was controller only so you have to you you can't use the vive controllers with it mm-hmm. you have to use a, a gamepad so that was kind of lame but uh it was interesting it, it was weird because it was it was an, it's an over the shoulder game yeah and so that helped it from being complete like vomit fest trying to play in vr but there's still certain times where the camera like they do like cinematic moments most of the time when it does cinematic stuff, it like does like a black bar on the top and bottom and kind of makes it look like you're watching a movie screen in VR. Yeah. So it so that's okay, but then sometimes it doesn't. And when it doesn't, it is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like they'll probably was, be releasing another patch for that. There was there was like a couple of moments. There was one where it's like she's like collapsing on the ground and it's like you're like the whole the whole world is like turning sideways and getting low, and I'm just like Bleh! <laughs> this is supposed to be intense and scary, but all I can think about is uh-huh. and uh yeah, and again, it's one of those ga- like you know how I am. I'm kind of like you on this sort of stuff. It's like a lot of the stuff about the game is trying to be like all like psychological and get in your head. And so there's shit like when you're running around, there's like all these like girl voices that are coming from different directions, and the like the the headset, the headphones that come with the vibe where. It's got like 3D sort of sound, uh-huh. like helps a lot with that. So it's like you're hearing like, oh, there's somebody behind you, but it's just, but it's always the exact same people talking every time. So like before I even got past the intro, I was already over it. <laughs> See, okay. Cause I was, I, I haven't played it, but I had heard a lot of the, like a lot of people who uh, talk about games talking about how like, oh, the sound is really great in that game. And it's really, you know, brings you into the into the the feel. And I and I was really curious to hear from somebody who's like me in that regard of just like, like, listens to it and gets to the point where it's just kind of like analytically like thinks in their head like, oh, this is what's happening. And then the effect is gone or like never takes takes hold. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I mean, that was that was my thing. It was like I got through like like the intro was just long. Yeah, like it is like, you know, I it probably wasn't like ten minutes, but it felt like it was like ten or fifteen minutes just to get through the intro where she's like rowing this weird boat log thing like up to like Death Horror Valley, and so it's like the whole time she's like slowly rowing through this still corpse filled water like up to where you play the game. You know, there's voices like in your head, and it's like. Immediately, it's like, okay, there's nobody here, so it's clearly just she's hearing things. Yeah. And, yeah, like, if you're into that kind of stuff, I could see you liking it. And I do think if you you cannot play this game for a long time, like Skyrim or something, you can only play this in, like, 30, 45-minute bursts because you will get sick. (laughs) But if you can get through it, it's... There's probably it's probably a little bit more immersive in VR because there are like you can look around more while you're running around. It's kind of uh-huh. cool because you don't have to look where your character's looking 
because you're playing in VR. So you can like look to the left and kind of see stuff. Does that not add to the motion sickness? Um, no, because, well, mostly because I don't walk around when I do that. Oh, I just stand still and look. Um, but I don't have to like press left and right to look in every single direction all the time. Yeah. Which is kind of what helps with the motion sickness, I think. But, um, but yeah, I, I think if you're like that kind of stuff, I imagine, you know, it's cool for people that are into it, but if you kind of like, if you think horror games are silly and you're not into that kind of stuff, you'll probably just be like me. And after, after a while, you're just like, Ugh, is there a way for me to just play this insane mode? Because the voices are just, they're not really helping and they're starting to just become like white noise. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I, I never really took to that game because I watched the gameplay and it looked really tedious. Is that how do you feel about that? Um it's pretty simple, I guess, is the way that I would describe it. Like part of the problem I had was like uh when it's when the game starts, like the part that really made me almost throw up uh was like she gets this weird like plague infection thing on her hand. Uh-huh. And it's like, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but as soon as that happened, then it was like, anytime you die, this will get bigger and grow up your arm. And if it goes, gets to your brain, then you're, then you're game over forever. And so part of me, I was just like, oh God, it's going to be one of these fucking games. (laughs) It was like, you know, something where it's like, you've got to die a thousand times and start over. But then it was like, the combat's generally never, like, none of the combat I'd run into, like, as far as I've gotten, was where, like, to the point where it's like, okay, they're expecting me to die. Like, so far I haven't died at all. And um, so there's part of me that's just like, okay, now it's just like, can't die, can't die. But it's also like the combat's not really that hard. I think part of it is because they want you to be able to finish. Um. And so then that, like, the and the combat's kind of few and far between anyway. Mm-hmm. And so that really means most of it is, like, the puzzle stuff. And, like, a lot of the puzzle stuff is probably the thing you think is tedious, like, finding the rune shapes. And Yeah, that's the only thing I'd seen was that there was finding the rune shapes and, like, maybe doing some kind of, like, alignment puzzle or something. Was that a part of it? or uh, They're kind of the same thing. Like, you have to walk around the scene to, to line up shapes to to make the the shape you're trying to look for. Yeah, so what I saw was like, I don't know, probably like 10 minutes of of doing that in one space and then unlocking the next room and then that might have a combat in it and then doing the same thing in the next room. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I mean, well if that's it, like I I don't know, that doesn't that doesn't sound interesting to me. And then I'm also not into like the horror stuff. So then that doesn't interest me. So then I'm, I, I guess it's just not a game for me. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, the thing, the stuff I liked about it was like, uh, I just, I thought some of the stuff just looked really good and it's like, yeah, it's got really good looking art. And so being able to like look, walk around in a VR space, it's got really high quality art like that makes it more interesting. 
if it was like a console game, it would probably be a bit more. I probably wouldn't be as into it. Yeah, like kind of the shortcomings with the Skyrim VR stuff is that like you is walk it, up the plants and it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's really like a highly optimized plant. Right, because it's still like 2006 graphics or something, right? Yeah, like this had to run on the PS3. Oof. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Skyrim is great because it's a game you actually can run around and play for like hours and on end in VR and you don't feel nauseous and there's enough stuff for you to do where you feel like there's like a whole there's a whole lot of stuff to explore and it's kind of cool for that reason but yeah it's like definitely not the highest quality graphics that could be in used in that space and that is one of the things that kind of works against it a little bit i mean they have had some like texture updates and stuff with mm-hmm. like the because it's got it's using like the special edition graphics and all that but yeah there's there's kind of only so much you can do with an engine that old yeah yeah well i've been playing uh i finished up mario um so i moved on from that and as in you uh, completed it or as in you're done i completed it well okay i completed it to the extent that they had like um something of a rainbow road sort of thing uh where like so you go around and collect all these moons right and you collect so many moons and then you go and you do the bowser defeating thing and you beat him and then there's credits and then there's post game and you have to collect like 500 moons or something again and uh one of the things is like you you go to the you go to the moon itself right and that's where you that's where you beat bowser okay and then doing that unlocks these like moon cubes that are in all of the other like maps and uh unlocking all the moon cubes uh or unlocking a moon cube opens up like an additional set of like uh moons you can collect so then you can like upgrade or like up get up all these up you know up to like 500 moons or whatever and that lets you go to the dark side of the moon. Well, and then that's like And then it's all Pink Floyd music and lasers. <laughs> I wish. Uh <laughs> no, it's just like a bunch of like challenge rooms sort of things and then a boss rush kind of deal. And then once you beat that thing, you can collect more moons and get to the darker side of the moon. How what? And How many then, sides does this moon have? Uh, three sides, I think. Okay. And then once you're on that side, then you have this. It's like one long um, challenge dungeon sort of thing where you have to like go th- go through the whole thing in like one run. And you get a there's like a couple of places where you can get some like extra health, but you have to kind of do the majority of it pretty flawlessly in order to get the like. Uh, a, a like thank you for playing kind of screen or whatever mm-hmm. and so I, I did all that business and I will say you know I played God of War and God of War was challenging it was very challenging but fair and I played Mario and and Mario made me cuss a lot more than God of War did just because of how much frustration the controls caused sometimes uh-huh um, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a one, there was one thing that was like a, so one of the cool things about that game is that 
they most of it's 3D, but then there are locations in every map that you go into a pipe and it turns into like NES Mario graphics and it changes the music to like an 8-bit score and then you kind of just do side-scrolling stuff. But the side-scrolling is on like the map geometry, so it might like go around corners or and that kind of stuff um, or be on the floor instead of a wall. Well, there was one that was kind of a an additional thing in the Mushroom Kingdom that was a huge pain in my ass, uh, but I was determined to beat it. And it had like this background that moved. And so you had to like stay in pace with the background that's moving. Otherwise, you'd pop out of the 2D and go 3D again and just fall into a pit. Uh-huh. And part of that had these two... Um, or I guess it was three wheels that were like, had like two little spokes on them that were the background you had to keep up with. And they rotated around this hub. So you jump and you're walking on like a circle and you're having to keep pace with this plane that's like moving around the edge of the circle, right? Like a, like a, a windmill sort of thing. And your controls change so that you have to like wrote you have to move the analog stick in the direction that is now left relative to mario on the circle so if you're on the right if you're at like three o'clock you have to point up on the d-pad to move his left and so you have to like move like a weird circle around that to make him move around the circle like very slowly, like just doing a circle, like on the stick or something, like rotating the stick around. Yeah. <clears throat> and man, and like jumping off of that, off of one of you have to jump from one to the other, like while the two background pieces are like interconnected. And it's a, it sucked. That's, that <laughs> section sucked. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. But it was also a thing like I didn't have to do. Yeah. But yeah. But you were, Damn well going to do it. Yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of things in that game that I was, like, severely irritated by, and it was mostly by how Mario controlled. I I think part of it is you're older and you've gotten a lot less patience for things. That's what I've noticed about my video game playing habits. Uh, is there stuff that I'm just, like... I remember doing really like annoying and frustrating things when I was younger that if I were to go back and play some of those games, cause I have, yeah. I'm like, uh, how did I ever think this was even not a total piece of crap? Oh yeah. No, I, I agree. Like uh, I, I talked, I've talked to some people, I don't remember who I've talked to about this, but like there's, there's a huge nostalgia people have for, like 2D platform or side scrolling platformers and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, screw that. I I played that stuff because that's what existed and I've moved on. Like <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a huge like place in my heart for like you know Sonic 3. Like it was fun at the time. I'm sure if I played it now I'd probably just be bored because it's just not interesting anymore because I've already I've already done that. Like I've already seen that. And it's it doesn't like and so whenever I play something that's akin to that, like uh like Rogue Legacy or something, then it's like, 
eh, all right, now, this is kind of the same deal, and it's just not like what I'm into anymore. Right, and then like the ones that are like, hey, we're at eight bit nostalgia platformer but also like super impossibly hard you're like no this is the dumbest thing like super meat boy and stuff like that is just like totally not oh yeah the things that are just like yeah the the whole point (laughs) is to be frustrating to you and then to just like get like make you do the same thing repeatedly until you get it very good right yeah and and that's that's just not what I want to do with my time, I guess. This this may be part of why I bought but still haven't played Cuphead. <laughs> oh yeah, I I I I really liked the aesthetic of Cuphead, and that's why thought, I bought it. Yeah, and I thought, oh man, like I really want that to be a good game, and then I never bought it because I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah, I think the thing that like when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm. I think I'm going to go get Cuphead. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's really hard. It's like, ugh, that's not the thing. Like, it already had the its thing, which was that it had that, like, the old, you know, Bosco and Honey or whatever, like, crazy old-timey art style. It's like, yeah. you don't have to also be, like, an annoyingly hard game. Now, you already sold me on one thing, and now you're kind of not selling me on the other thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's just so... Part of it, I think, is being an adult and like not having summers to just like flitter away, like playing the entire day, like doing the same thing. Also that you have like disposable income and you can buy like three games. Yeah. As opposed like back back in the day, it's like, yeah, we played the one game like for a month straight, you know, with no breaks because that was the only game that we got. And uh-huh. it's like your your allowance or whatever is like not going to get you a new video game until christmas yeah yeah i remember like playing golden axe 2 like over and over again and and thinking like and like having to work with you to strategize like who gets the meat who gets the spell books which characters we play as to optimize our run because like there was only one way we're gonna have to do it and like oh now i have to get the fire breathing dragon (laughs) and and like organizing like okay you kick you kick the boss now and then I kick the boss now and like that kind of like working that stuff or like also the freaking friendly fire. Like we couldn't even like you couldn't just like gank people at once because you might actually start oh, yeah, beating the crap yes. out of your partner. Yeah. Or also like abusing the like uh, the level scroll in the cliffs so that you could like force people off of cliffs whenever they were coming after you. That uh-huh. kind of stuff like. But but, you know, we wouldn't have to come up with all that business. And or we wouldn't have time to these days, right? Like it would just be like, ugh, let's just get through it, or I'm done with this game. <laughs> yeah, like I've got to go to work. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it, it. Some of it definitely is that, but like, even when I, even when I did, I, I guess there's some of that, but there's also some of the like, come on, Nintendo, like this is supposed to be a really tight game, but you make this guy feel like garbage, like. But then everybody else loves it, right? And so I don't know what to do with that. Like, I come away and I'm just like, man, this was like really an irritating aspect of this game that maybe like would not want to play it anymore. Well, yeah, but also, who knows how much the people that really loved it actually played and got to some of that stuff? Because that's the thing too. It's like a lot of 
a lot of people that review games and talk about them are also old and don't have a lot of time and they'll yeah. play like a lot of games are really good at making like the intro really cool and and fun and mm-hmm. then it falls apart in later parts of the game and sometimes people just never even see that and so it doesn't matter right because yeah. it's like well if the first two hours of the game are fun then most people will be happy even if there's an annoying part like an hour 52 yeah well and i suppose you know, like <clears throat> the i mean the the thing the thing about The person I borrowed this game from did not finish it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that could also be the case is that or a lot of people have that Nintendo like nostalgia. And so like all the stuff that's like cute throwback stuff that I'm just like, geez, you know, like I get it. You're Mario. Shit. Like, (laughs) All right, you know, like, uh-huh. but that's like, it's, it's the, just the, like, all it's, oh man, I almost said it, all it's doing is hanging its hat on it, <laughs> but like, but that's like kind of what it leans into a lot of the time is like, there's some things that are new and quirky about it. Like you go to Mexico planet, you go to like, not planet, you go to Mexico land and you go to like food land and stuff and like that stuff's kind of cute, but like all of the really like cheeky stuff that people like get got excited about was all the like it's donkey kong right they call you jump man or they say jump man and it's like that's a joke and i'm like yeah that's that's a joke it's a reference donkey kong you did it and so that's kind of where i which is a cynical just kind of yeah it just kind of falls it 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 comes at me and i'm like all right yeah you did that. No joy in your heart. <laughs> no. That's you. No. But yeah, I finished that game up and I moved on to Tom Clancy's The Division, which is a loot shooter uh, in... I don't understand what that means. Does that mean like coins fly in the air and you shoot them like skeet? No, it's like uh, Gun Diablo. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So... It's like like uh like Borderlands or like Destiny. It's like you go around and you you have level ups and you have a skill tree and you have special abilities and you get gear and and uh guns and you shoot enemies. Uh, only this time you shoot enemies in more, slightly more disgusting New York. And so all of the people have been like poisoned with some kind of money virus or something money and uh, money virus. Yeah. Does that mean they like start to get like dollar bill shaped or no, the, the money is the vector for the the disease, but yeah, it's not like they are like vomiting coins. They're not hemorrhaging money. (laughs) Oh man. I don't, first of all, I'm already like, I don't even believe this game. Like money is a vector. Like the only people it's going to kill is like, Drug dealers and poor people. Like, yeah, like strippers and people who do coke. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's yes. And then like, like bank tellers, right? So Yeah, like that's gonna kill like that's not gonna really hit a lot of people. Like how many like the on average like people that have jobs with direct deposit don't even have cash anymore. 
Yeah, like I nobody at all costs I try to avoid carrying cash on me. Yeah, nobody's nobody's got cash. That's why like freaking cabs have to have, you know, card swipers in them now. You know, because yeah. Yeah, I mean nobody, or cabs, people just use Uber and pay through their phone. Right. And even like the cabs now are finally catching up and having like an app where you can can pay there. Yeah. But yeah, like how like how are they expecting this virus to like hit anybody? I don't know. Well, it's made by <clears throat> Europeans. That so doesn't I, matter. Well, I mean, it's it's so the thing about Ubisoft and just like European development in general, from what I've understand, is that they have a very like movies interpretation of America. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's America. People use cash there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though we don't. Right. Um, yeah. even though their money is like way more fun, but I know it's like got colors and artists on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah. But anyway, Tom Clancy's I, the division. It's a actually their money's not fun anymore because now they all just use the one money. Oh, the euro. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, but, um, I don't have a lot to say about the division quite yet. Even though I've put in like 23 hours, I will say this. My initial like kind of dump you into the world reaction to the game was, ugh, there's a lot of systems in this game. And, um, <laughs> cause it's like one of those half MMOs, you know, like it's, do you have to play multiplayer? No, you don't. I haven't been. Okay. Um, oh, that's one thing I'll bring up. Um, okay, so you don't have to play multiplayer. There's a lot of hubs. There's a lot of places where people you can see other people. But if you just like leave the the like safe house or hub areas or whatever, you don't you don't have to see anybody who's not in your party. So you just leave those as soon as possible so that you stop having people teabag you like as you're trying to walk around. And, and honestly, like I was expecting it to be a lot worse, but I probably because the Division two is coming out soon. But there's like two, three people maybe I see at most in these places. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's a lot of like crafting stuff that you can do. And I haven't found a lot of use for it because you have to find plans. And I you get plans from like mission rewards and that kind of stuff. And I, the thing that I've found to be the most irritating is that the loot reward frequency sucks but so like for i had a gun that i got at level eight and i used it until level 15 and that was my best gun and it was a sniper rifle and so like it started off doing one shot kills whenever i'd get a headshot and then i ended up having to do two except on like boss characters which I had to like wear them down a bit, uh, but it fired so fast I could just be like bop 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 and like you get a lot of damage off of it. Well, so I had that yeah from eight to fifteen. So that's quite a few levels. It got so bad that the game itself was bringing up te- text that was just like, "Here's hey, how you change equipment." Hey, your gun's too low level. Your gun's uh-huh. under leveled. Did uh-huh. you know that your gun is too low of a level? And I was like, "Yeah, game, but that's not on me." <laughs> How about how about give me a high level gun? Maybe drop something for me. 
idiot. Yeah. Like, just give me something good. Give me a good drop. Because I'd even, like, they have got stores, but all the stores seem to, like, carry the same equipment, which is a real kick in the balls. And, like, you can do the crafting, but again, the crafting is based on, like, the mission progress or something. So, like, the crafting stuff that I'm getting is, like, like, I, I've got, like, I had, like, a blue, you know, because it does, like, MMO style, like, uh, like, white, green, blue, purple, orange, right? And so I had a blue sniper rifle that was, like, doing pretty good. And then I would find another, you know, green sniper rifle, and I'm like, well, it even says, it's, like, higher level, but even says it doesn't do as much damage, because it's not a blue. This is BS. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, and I could craft stuff, but I couldn't craft anything good. I couldn't craft anything better than what I already had. You, you can't craft blue. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, even now I'm level 17. I've got, like, three blue guns I can craft. All of the shops are now blue guns. So that's something. Or are they? No. I take that back. They're all green guns. They'll have one blue gun and one purple gun. And so the blood, but the it's, you know, random rolls on what those guns are. So it's like, okay, the gun that I really like is this headshot machine. Like, that's what I love. Oh, but they want me to get this shotgun, a shotgun. It's like a close range weapon that like, I don't want to use that. I like, you know, taking these guys out from a distance. Why would you use the shotgun when they can be killed before they ever get into shotgun range? Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing. And so that's why it's good about guns. Right. (laughs) Like, I don't want some boss, you know, with like seven health bars running up on me and I've got a shotgun and he's just like eating my face. I don't want that. I want to just like shoot the crap out of him from a perch that I found and like whittle him down. But anyway, I finally switched guns. And now like now that I've switched, I switched guns twice. Um, So now I've got like a gun that's like two levels below my my guns or whatever. It's not as good. You, and before I quit last night, I found the gun that I liked at my level in blue. But it was like a thousand dollars more than I had. And you didn't just sell everything you had to get it. I didn't No, I have always sell everything I have. Oh, OK. Yeah. Like it's because, of course, being, <laughs> and, they, and, the, and the gun shop wouldn't let you open a line of credit to get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty lame. It's America. I know. Everybody th- buys everything on credit in America. Yeah. You'd think I could just like get into some horrible debt, but again, yeah. the, this- the virus was the money. So like, I guess they're, you know, kind of wary of that. You paid in virus now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where I'm at with that game. Fair enough. I'll probably have more as I get further into it. But I don't know. All right. So are we talking about what do you want to talk new, about? New wanna, topic. You want to talk about I'll, new? Which, I want to talk about the one that I put up there, which is like, it's like a month old or something now. Oh, it's the, but, uh, yeah. But uh, the, the the thing that I thought was great was, because uh, I guess it's going to be starting to come up, that the Oscars has added a category. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the category is called. It's like something ridiculous, like best popular movie or something uh-huh. stupid like that. But it's like, hey, we're the Oscars. We're so fucking tone deaf, like <laughs> that we had to go add a special category to dominate movies and give awards to movies that people actually watch and have heard of. 
because everybody got pissed off when the fish fucker movie won and all the stuff that made trillions of dollars at the box office didn't get nominated for anything other than special effects and sound design mm-hmm. which i think funny uh, funnily enough that that fish fucker movie was nominated for sound design probably one too and i think visual effects uh, oh i don't think it ooh, i don't think it won for sound design but it was nominated yeah but it was also you should watch that movie it's a good movie uh, i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> just because it's about a fish man no it's just uh no thanks i really don't watch movies anymore unless they have superheroes in them he's kind of a superhero <laughs> he's, he's a fish man he's fish man yeah I don't know. I just I don't really watch a lot of movies anymore. If it's not a Marvel Universe movie, I generally don't go see it in the theater. And then the stuff that I watch, like sometimes we'll watch some some of the movies that come on like Netflix or on movie channels or whatever. Uh But like the last movie movie that we watched was. Oh, gosh, what was the one that has uh, uh, is it Natalie Portman? And she's like a scientist, goes into like the weird shimmer thing. Oh, Annihilation? Annihilation, yeah. We saw Annihilation. And that, I was still kind of like, Ugh. After watching it? Yeah. Oh, I really enjoyed that movie. Well, that's fine. <laughs> like that creepy uh, bear thing that like screams like a Yeah, I thought that was dying. dumb. <laughs> no, no, I remember what it was. I was like, this is this is what I was I was thinking. It was like, these dumb asshole, like we couldn't get past, like we were pissed off at that point because we were like these dumb motherfuckers. Like they went and everybody was sleeping safe up in this watchtower. Uh-huh. And then the person who's keeping watch is like on the ground where like with a bright light in her face. So she can't even fucking see past her own light because she's got a light and she's like dicking around with maps and shit at ground level. When there's some kind of murder machines running around, uh-huh. like they knew there was murder stuff because they because almost the alligator. Yeah, because they already almost got killed by something. So no, let's let's have this perfectly good watchtower and me, the person who's keeping watch, not be in it. Yeah, I mean, the, to that extent, you have to accept that it's a horror movie, and the only way horror movies work is if people are dumb. Yeah, that's why I can't watch horror movies. It's like a series of. Dumbass decisions. Like, I thought she was a fucking scientist. She's supposed to be smart. And she's, like, down there on the ground. Just let me let me be a victim down here. Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing that maybe you missed out of that was that it, it does mess with people's brains. Like the shimmer. So they aren't thinking straight. Yeah, but they don't reveal that until the end. It's like, oh, by the way, this made us all stupid. And that's why we had to do stupid stuff. But they weren't stupid at that point. They weren't even talking about it. They Well, they they didn't know they were stupid. That's the thing about being stupid. Yeah, that just seems like a lame storytelling <laughs> gimmick to explain that bullshit. No, I, I'm not going to explain that. But but uh, what I what I do, what I did like about that movie, though is all is like the fiction of the shimmer and like how it affected everything. Mm-hmm. And like I really liked I guess similar to your like things you enjoyed about Sinuous Sacrifice or whatever is I really enjoyed like the setting and the the interesting like visuals that people came up with with like this whole like DNA merging like stuff. Yeah, I mean some of the some of the things were pretty. 
And like, but but also some of the things were just like monsters. And like there was like two monsters. Well, I, I say monsters in the like the weird deer that like they had the like blooming antlers, but they also had like skin retracting skull faces and stuff on some of them. And so I don't know. And the, and I found all of that stuff like interesting and um how they approached like what the shimmer was doing to all of the stuff and like the idea that like the longer people were in it like the more it just like jacked with like all of their human structure and made that turned them into like part of it kind of mm-hmm. i don't know i found that to be an interesting I I hadn't really seen something like that in a sci-fi story before, and so I thought that was like neat and unique. Yeah. So I I really the thing that I didn't like that that I didn't really like was the the kind of I don't know the blob like 1950s ending where it was like oh like this guy that was obviously some kind of alien clone monster from the beginning. He was an alien clone monster the whole time. And now is she the alien clone monster? You know. Yeah. The end? Question mark? You know, that kind of crap that uh-huh. I'm like, all right, movie. Whatever. But but man, oh boy. Okay, so I was watching that movie with Anna, which was great because she like loses herself to movies. So she was like totally in the zone for all the horror stuff. Meanwhile, I'm just like, whatever. And like, so I'm, I'm laying there with her watching this movie and the whole time, like whenever like jump scare stuff, like the bear monster thing happens, she's like smacking me on the head or whatever to the point where I'm like, like just holding her arm, like so that she can't hit me anymore. (laughs) And then the, at the end of that movie, spoilers, the end of that movie, when the weird Chrome doppelganger thing, like pops out of the thing and it's like mimicking Natalie Portman's moves and stuff. Uh, like she started flipping out and she's like, <laughs> she says, she says, hold me. And I'm like, okay. And so I just like grab her arm and she's like, no, I mean, get off your ass and hold me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like restrain her. <laughs> like, uh, like she was so like intense. And that I needed to, like, actually, like, like, embrace her, you know, fully instead of, like, just holding on to her arm or something. And so, yeah, but that that degree that she got, like, freaked out by that thing just cracked me up. I was laughing so hard. And then after the fact, like, after the movie ended, she was like, what did I say to you? And I was like, and then I repeated it verbatim like that. And we just both started dying. <laughs> like, I can't believe you got that freaked out by that, that scene in that movie. <laughs> oh God, it was so good. Yeah. See, meanwhile, Robbie and I were watching that and I was just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, at that point. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you, if you kind of like lose interest early, yeah, I was just like, oh, the fractal monster made a silver man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it did. 
I was like, ugh, this is getting all Stephen King, where it's like they didn't know how to end it and it just got all dumb. Oh, it's a spider. Yeah. Uh, it's Great. a lamp monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what were we, What led us to that movie? What were we talking about? Oh, uh, movies you actually watched. Yeah, movies I've actually Oh, yeah. Watched. Yeah, because yeah. I told you to watch Fish Monster. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's hilarious that they um, half seem to like half recognize how up their own ass they are about the Oscars. Yeah, because I, I was trying to explain this to somebody. They're like, oh, that's like some people like some people think it's dumb. Right. Uh-huh. Like, I think it's dumb that they have to do it. I think they should. I think the best picture should just be movies that people watch, because this is the way that I see it is like, imagine wow. if the Grammys. There were no Beyonce nominations for anything. And like the best album was like some spoken word thing, poetry, like a jazz fusion album and like a bunch of other shit that nobody listens, actually listens to. Like people will be like, what in the fuck is happening? Yeah. The Grammys. Right. Same thing with even like the Emmys, right? Like game of, if game of Thrones had no nominations, right? right. And instead it was like some like PBS documentaries that had all of them, right? Like people would be like, this is some fucking bullshit. And yet for some reason, the Oscars gets away with that. And we don't, nobody, Nobody gets mad. Like, like we're still dealing with like, you know, them just nominating a bunch of like white people, uh-huh. and like not like ha- how about nominating like real movies, you know, and not yeah. like all of this like artsy, artsy crap. Like that's what the Cannes Film Festival and all and Sundance is for is like that kind of stuff. This should be like, remember when Aliens got nominated for Oscars? Remember when like Snow White got nominated for Best Picture? And they gave them seven Oscars. Remember when popular movies like Gone with the Wind, like Star the top Wars? grossing movies, were the ones that were winning the like getting this stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it's it's I agree that it's stupid. Do the Oscars do like per genre stuff? No, that's the Golden Globes, I think, does that kind of thing. So like yeah. that's also it's like a comedy will never get anything, right? right? Unless it's not really a comedy and it's something like Patch Adams or some bullshit where they call it a comedy just because it's got a comedian in it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because that's what like the Emmys and the Grammys both I think do per genre nominations. And then the the I think the best is like more of an overall kind of a thing. But I, I don't know what I don't know what uh, a cat like because it the Academy Awards is some dumb film Academy like uh I don't know circle jerk <laughs> that they you know it's just a bunch of people who like 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 stone cutters kind of a thing where like people get nom you have to like is it like you have to be nominated in order to even be like recognized as like being able to be a member of that group and then you have to be like voted in to be a member of that group yeah i don't know it's something like that there's, there's yeah yes anyway i have no trust in those people um i've looked up who the members were before for some of the categories and i'm like that's bs like some of the, uh, the the one that I OK, so the one that I looked into the deepest was the members of like the visual effects uh, nominee boards. And there was like the only guy I looked on that list and I was like, the only person qualified here is this one dude from Pixar. 
that's it. Everybody else was like, like they, their film experience was like in some kind of legal department or some kind of like, you know, motion picture, like production house. Like they, they didn't even have like, they'd had no visual effects experience and they barely had filmmaking experience. Mm-hmm. They were just like on the board because I guess nobody else wants to. Everybody who's actually like qualified to pick those people are too busy doing their jobs, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. They're too busy not getting nominated. Yeah. So, yeah, I have no, I have no regard for that. Right. But, like, the thing that got me was, like, I think there were so many, like, crazy, like, the, it was, like, the year, like, Titanic won everything. It was, just, like, there was, it was, like, that one, like, had a boat, like, in one scene, and that one, like, won visual effects. When there were, like, so many other, like, movies that could have won that year i don't know all kinds of crazy stuff i don't remember what was out that year but i was in junior high yeah it was but yeah that that kind of thing i i don't think it was the same year as jurassic park that was oh no i think there were a couple years off but yeah yeah Yeah, i mean it was definitely not in the same year as Jurassic. like jurassic park i think swept the visual effects stuff that year yeah but it was just it was still pretty ridiculous and the sound design for that matter yeah but uh anyway yeah i think that's it's it's ridiculous for any way you look at it like it's ridiculous that they they think like oh this is this is how we'll finally start recognizing people who watch you know the or these movies that people are actually watching yeah or but they're not realizing like there's a problem with your nominations overall like as a, a thing that's trying to recognize the industry. Right. Well, that brings us to about an hour. Do you... Yeah, that's, that's far enough for me, I think. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about the other thing? or do you... uh, I mean, I only wanted to bring it up because it's we're probably not going to record for another, like, couple to, like, two or three weeks, and by that time, like, this will have some, been so removed from the zeitgeist <laughs> that it does not matter. Okay. I think the I think the topic in general matters because it is about like. Uh, be, I think the overall topic matters. I don't think this specific thing will matter anymore. Okay. Well, we can we should talk about it anyway. Just get it out. Okay. So it was the uh, it was riot that was the problem, right? Well, it it, it yeah. Depends on how you visualize the problem, right? <laughs> and so, um, for some context, Kotaku wrote an article about Riot, or ran an article like from some people who work there, saying how uh, it was basically a big bro team, and that like people who were women or like non-standard gender, non-standard that's not gender non-binary. I don't know what is that term, non. Yeah non-cisgendered i don't know what that word cisgender is is if you're the gender that you're if you identify as the gender you were born as right if you if you were born with male parts and you identify as male then you're cisgender oh what is cis i don't know it's i don't know exactly what cis stands for c-i-s but i don't know yeah but anyway see that's the thing is like there's a lot of words. There's a lot of people who get really offended by stuff, make up words, not make up words, but like come up with terminology to describe things and then put like put that on like people like me. And I'm like, 
don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can't help you because I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Sure. Um, but so. So when you ask me what word is like, I don't know which one you mean. Yeah. Because I don't know which word. Like, I'm trying to describe the, yeah, the people who are, uh, they identify as trans or some flavor of not a man or woman. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anyway, that collective and women were felt that they were being repressed inside the company by by men. Right. Uh, and so there was this article that was written up about that. And so uh, Riot issues the statement saying like, OK, we're going to fix this. And then later on, they say, OK, at this year's PAX West, we're going to have. Um, game development discussions on these specific topics and like 8 out of 10 of them were not for men right right and so they're like okay these are only for everybody who's not a man who who's who like or doesn't identify as a man right or, or no it was just it was for you, women and non-binary it was for women and non-binary people right yeah and so people on the internet was like, hey, that's not cool either. Like, you can't, like, swing the pendulum the other way and just, like, exclude some, everybody that is, way. Is the idea that it was, like, reverse sexism or something because they had a... Yeah. Because they made, like, a curves sort of discussion panel or something. Like, curves the gym. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway... <laughs> Because because they made like a discussion panel that like was meant to be for women only because because it was a topic that maybe a man would want also be interested in. Yeah, it was now. Being well, because sexist. it was. Yeah, because it was it was all of the stuff that they had like uh, delin- like locked off by gender was. Like game industry topics that everybody would want to go to if they're interested in the industry. But then suddenly these, these guys like all, all men were like, Oh, well we can't go to the riot talks anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so specific people who worked at riot, uh, started tweeting out, at, or replying to like the Reddit commenters about this, like uh, thing that people on Reddit were just like, well, I really wanted to go to that. And now I can't like, this is crap. Like, or like, the people who and there was like men and women alike were both commenting that like this isn't the way to do it. And the guy was just like, look, like oh boy, it it's a pretty like there's a lot of like there's a lot of vitriol flying from both directions. Yeah. And some people at like on Reddit or on Twitter were trying to be civil about it, but the only representatives that were coming out from Riot were like very like hateful in their speech about you know you people are, are idiots and you're man babies and like you I, need to- I admit like when I looked at it like the thing that I gathered from it when I looked at it was like probably the aggregate response was a bunch of like sexist bullshit which was enough to piss some people off and so they responded with hey you guys are being sexist assholes Mm -hmm. and so then like the 
the 5% of people that were trying to be reasonable felt like they weren't being heard and were being accused of being sexist assholes too. And I feel like the thing is, if somebody's, if, if you're on a, if you're looking at a forum and it's like full of a bunch of like hateful bullshit and you're trying to be reasonable and then somebody else comes out and calls out everybody for being hateful, like saying a bunch of hateful bullshit. If you're not the one doing it, you're probably not the person they're talking to. So if you're offended by them calling somebody out for being sexist, like you're not the one they're talking to. So why like, don't get your panties in a twist. Uh, I, I, on the one hand, like, like I understand like that mentality. That's the, that's the mentality that you need to have if you want to survive on the internet. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Like it's the whole, like I, I look at this as the same thing as kind of like when the me too movement happened and a bunch of men were getting called out because they were like literally sexual predators. Yeah. And then all these other guys are like, wait, I've never raped anybody or groped somebody. Like, how dare you say that like men are so horrible. It's like, guess what? They're not talking to you, so you don't have to fucking defend yourself. You know? Like, that's the way that I see it. Is like, if somebody gets mad because most, the, like, overwhelming majority of people are being dicks, don't assume that they're talking about you if you're not being a dick. And if you are, well, it's your fault for being a dick. Now, that said, like, the people that are, like, working if you're working at a game studio and you're like known part of the community like you shouldn't be a dick either yeah right like I mean, the, like responding to flame with flame is like you're always going to be called out as the bad guy because there's less of you and it's a lot easier to call you out as a as a target which is why people get fired for that kind of stuff yeah because it's way easier to call out hey there's these three employees that made Five of us feel bad, even though 95% of the people needed to feel bad because they deserved it. They hurt our feelings, so now they have to get fired. And it's like, if you're in that situation where you're you're a public figure and you're specifically if you're representing a company, like, just don't do it. You well, know, like, yeah. don't get sucked in because you're, you're basically just falling for the trolling. Yeah. And I mean, even if you're not like, well known but you work at a company and you happen to have ac- access to a social media account like and then, don't engage or like, just do it anonymously like all of these fuckheads that are on there doing like you don't have to say hey i'm from this company you're an asshole just go on like make a fake account and then yell at them there because yeah if you <laughs> if you if you go on there and say hey i work for this company like you're gonna get called out for it yeah, I, um, I mean, to a, to a certain degree, like in the, in the moment, I feel like in the, in the heat of the moment, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Neither side wants, um, compromise or understanding, right? They're just both. They just both want the other people to not have what they're having, 
right? To, to like be the one that has tastic. It's it's just the same so problem like, that every argument on the internet has. Is yeah. like they're not there. They're not. Well, I guess they're not there for debate. They're right. they're no, there. They're just there to yell, to shout and, their point. Yeah, it's just you're just yelling your your thoughts at at something, and with no expectation to, you know. If somebody like changed their mind on the internet, like people would like die from shock. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But. So I guess one of the things that I wanted to bring up was like, I, even though perhaps I shouldn't feel this. Well, okay. The thing that I feel is that I want to be, uh, I want to be encouraging to people who are like women and, and non-binary to like be a part of the game industry. And so a part of me wants to find a solution that works, but I, I, I think I've, I've said it on a previous podcast. I don't think like, I think there's a place for like building up um, or creating an area where people feel comfortable to attend. But I think a big part i think the only way it's going to work is to make it a make places where men are to feel to feel like a comfortable place right because that's the reality that they're gonna have to that everybody's gonna have to live with is that we all have to work together right like there's not going to be there's or probably a very low percentage of people who get to work at a company that is hiring only exclusively like women and non-binary people and but, that's fine but i still but I, I i don't think that means that you can't have a talk where only women are there I mean, part of the thing that's nice about having like a talk that's hey if you're a, if you're women come and mm-hmm. like be is part of part of the problem is that like and i've seen it because i've worked in the environment is that a lot of the times men tend to dominate conversations and don't give women a chance to to like speak up and talk about things and like if you just take them out of the equation then that gives them an opportunity to to speak and ask questions and be more involved just by default yeah and like you, you're not going to be able to go and I, I guess you could do something where it's like hey you know <laughs> women sit in the front and men sit in the back but then now it's just going to be a fucking Rosa Parks situation or something right right but I guess what I'm saying is like like, I'm not saying that there's not a place for that, right? Like, just like there's, you know, what do you call them? Just like there are, you know, groups on campuses and stuff for, like, women or specific, you know, like, uh, Indian or other, like, specific groups of people to meet up together to where they are with like, kind people to express themselves without some outside interference or something like shutting them down or something like I understand that perspective that there's like removing, removing uh, an element of that would, that would otherwise cause like insecurity or, or that would otherwise be like What's the word I'm looking at? Like suppressing communication. Like I understand creating that environment. 
But I guess what I want the ultimate goal to be is to have that cohesion in the groups of people so that that's not necessary. I, and I, and I want to know what that solution is. Well, so part of the problem is like, if you, if you want to talk specifically about kind of like the riot sort of situation of like the, this one company gets called out for being like inhospitable to, to women. Yeah. So let's us have a women only discussion panel or recruitment kind of thing. It's like, well, that's not really the right approach because like that just seems like a publicity stunt, right? right? Like the company should be the one having those talks in their company with managers and people who do hiring about, Hey, how do we go and recruit more of these types of people? How do we hire more of them? And how do we make our company feel more inviting? Right. Right. It shouldn't be, it's because you're, if you're saying, oh, we're going to have a female when we talk, now you're putting it on the community to, like, to make you feel better. Right. Right? You're not, like, actually taking any steps within your own company to, to do that. Well, I guess that's the thing is, like, so they've, you know, the, like, insider information got out through interviews and stuff about the company. Like, stuff that would typically not be exposed to the public, which now, like, shines this ugly light on how they operate as a business. But what's not going to happen is some public announcement about management workshops or hiring practices or that kind of thing. I, why not? I mean, Starbucks did that. Like after the black people got arrested for wanting to use a bathroom, they were like, Hey, everybody's going to take an afternoon to, we're going to talk about this. And they made it very obvious. And some of that's, some of that's, more obvious because they you know they're a public place and their stores were shut down for an afternoon because they were going to have those like talks on racial sensitivity yeah and all of like a company-wide thing where all of their stores and stuff i guess that's the thing is like is is that very little about how most companies operate is exposed right like as far as that kind of stuff goes, like it's there's not a lot of like newsworthy articles about like their HR policy changed, you know. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, but they could they could say like, hey, we'll have a. I mean, you can issue a press release and say, hey, we're, we'll have a talk. You know, our management will have these. Yeah, we'll have some some talks about this kind of stuff. Like, you can say, hey, this is what we're doing. Without you don't have to like. They can film it or all or whatever. I don't know. Right. But. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was a move that made sense. But it, it did feel like a thing that like. It, it felt like a stunt and it felt like a double stunt that like doing something that's like, hey, we're look at look at us we're gonna do this big thing and then like getting the backlash and then they're like well now now who's the sexist uh-huh. all of you people who play like, our game like it was a troll move to get to be able to accuse the fans of being sexist at that point or? yeah like it was like a bait almost yeah. i don't know i don't know i mean the thing the, i mean it might have been good intentioned i don't know who came up with but, that idea but i don't i don't know i mean the other thing is like it 
there's definitely better ways to have done that stuff because there's already like organizations that do that type of stuff because there are place th- things like girls who code and other like community driven organizations that already are like hey we're helping women get into stem and software development and stuff so there's already a lot of those kinds of groups out there and it could just have been something like hey we'll set something up with those people mm-hmm. right like they could have done something like that where you know because those people those groups already know how to do that kind of stuff yeah. right and so it's just like hey you know they're gonna have a, a meeting we'll just send you know 10 of our speakers to go talk at that their get together right where it's like it's not as I guess maybe it's not as public as like a PAX thing. I don't know. Well, we're agreed. There could have been a better way to handle that. I'm sure that's what they're thinking as well. <laughs> probably. Yes, there's yeah. probably some regret going on. But also the thing that I've I've really learned is if you're if you're just just don't tell people who you work for if you go online and start calling uh your customers a bunch of twats. Oh yeah. Like, if you work for a company, don't insult the people who are your customer. Yeah, that's just that's that's just a bad idea. You're begging to get fired at that point. Yeah. And then to turn around and be like, oh, blah, blah. like that's just <laughs> you crazy. told us to engage with the community. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, engage, not belittle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up. I guess. Yep. Um. What do we? What? What? Uh, do we have anything? Did we have anything? Like a title? I don't know. Nothing. We didn't have anything funny, huh? No, nothing really. Oh god. Oh, it stuck out with me. I'm too old for this. That's all I can remember. Well, it wasn't uh there was some kind of metallic man or something. <laughs> fractal man? Fractal fractal Fra- fractal bean, I don't know. <laughs> fractal bean. <laughs> fractal bean. Um Oh, can we call it Get Off Your Ass and Hold Me? Yes. <laughs> uh, that'll just that'll be just for Anna. Yeah. Alright. <laughs>